The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. We have a great episode of UFC Unfiltered. My pal and Matt's pal, Luis J. Gomez, joins us to talk about his fight. Anthony Smith is on the phone talking about his upcoming fight with Vulcan Uzdemir. Stick around, please. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. It's very exciting. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We do have Anthony Smith calling in today. Uh, just to mix up last, uh, last episode, I'm sure we like Anthony Smith a lot. And uh, Louis J. Gomez is coming in. You know Louis, he hosted the podcast with Michael Bisping. Louis is a big MMA fan. He's a, a, a funny dude. Um, believe you me is the podcast. I is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. and right. he's a he's a he's a comic. He's part of Legion of Skanks. A really motivated guy. I, I love Lewis because he's really really a hard worker, and in the business, a lot of people are lazy. Jimmy, you know who I don't love? Hold on, let me guess. Are you George St. Pierre? Wait, hold on. Why, Matt why is Chris? Though, why is why is Chris getting nervous? Why? Why? Because he knows you're going to say what, him. Chris. I've, I mean, yeah, I figured it was going to be what? This, this guy. You were going to point you? over me. Yeah, what did I Chris, do? Chris, you didn't do anything. Oh, I know what you're going. What was I going to say? The doorman. The doorman down. Is that a, it's a, yeah, it's not the security guy? He's it's a security a, guy, yeah. Slash doorman? Yeah. How about slash asshole? Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like him. I think he's a fucking idiot. That's what I think. I go, maybe he's having an off day. Maybe he can't hear. But when you walk in and there's a door guy there, and you go, hey, how's it going? And the guy just totally ignores you. Ah, uh, isn't it? And the, then I'm like, the worst. And he just looks away and he just goes on about. It. I'm like, all right. I'm like, hey, all right, take care. He just looks and keeps. Like I'm not even. It's like, hey, dude, you don't gotta lay out a fucking rose petals. But don't you don't be gotta a dick. Put, just you know, how about a nod of the head? You're there to fucking pretty much greet people, That's you right. asshole. It's not my fault you didn't fucking go to college. Go fuck yourself. Uh, I didn't go either. I did it right for myself. Not your fault. Not I don't like fault. your attitude. And listen, I'm not attacking anybody in that position. Be a nice person. Just how about a smile? I'm not asking for a hug. How about just a, a nod of the head? He wants to be a cop and he can't be. Dude, dude he, what a douchebag. And I and those funny, I like the guy with the beard now who I was unsure of. Chris. <laughs> Matt, it's been two years. <laughs> actually, the jury's still out on this guy. But uh, no, the guy that I thought was saying, well, no, actually, he did come in and say we were too loud, but we weren't. That whole mishap. Yeah. There's a lot of, so far, it's exciting, this new Yeah, there's studio. a lot of conflict. A lot of stuff going a lot of stuff going on. But anyway, I like him now because we bonded over the asshole downstairs. So I come in I, and I saw the guys. I go, now listen. 
Uh, we don't have a cough button, so you're gonna have to hit me belch once in a while, people. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. You can turn your head. <laughs> I could do, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, you didn't not say towards anything. Towards me. Uh, um, so I, I go to the guys when I come in. What uh, you don't have to say his name. I'll call him Beard. Okay. So I went to Beard. I don't even know his I, name. Nice guy, tall guy with a beard. So I go, hey man, I go. Listen, let me ask you something. Now, hard of hearing, it's a uh, or asshole. There's one or the other. He's either the guy maybe cannot hear, and I don't want to be like a dick. Maybe the guy, right. some guys just have a hard time hearing. And he might not have known that you greeted him, which so, does happen sometimes. You know, like, guy you doesn't know. A, right. You ever watch uh, Kirby Enthusiasm when he's like pharmacist or doctor or whatever it is. Doctor of Pharmacies, I love that episode. But with this one, it's, it's either hard of hearing or asshole. One or the other, Jimmy. I say both. I, you think he's hard of hearing, this guy? Yep, and I think that makes you an asshole. <laughs> Matt and I have talked about this. If you <laughs> can't hear, don't talk. That's not even cool. <laughs> but the guy, listen, I don't, listen, maybe, I, all I know is that, that flies once, and I don't let it ruin my day. I just say, all right, note to self, don't say hello to this guy. Did he look at you, though? Not. Not no, no eye contact at all. So I thought maybe that's what it maybe was. So I said something else, still looking away. I'm like, all right. Then when I went upstairs, they go, oh no, that guy's an ass. <laughs> I okay. I knew I got I got a good judge of people. Oh, I, I didn't talk to him. I just walked right by him. Yeah. I don't know if I saw him when I signed in the other day. I don't remember. Oh, we got Anthony Smith on the phone. Oh, I like you that. can give us a signal, Chris. All right. <laughs> I did. I like that. I didn't see Hello. you. Hi, buddy. How are you? What's up, Lionheart? I am so sorry I missed you guys. Oh, that's okay. We, I had a doctor's appointment, otherwise we would have stayed. Uh, Dude, we figured we, it was a schedule. We can't stay mad at you. We weren't mad anyway, buddy. It's all good. It happens sometimes. Uh, Our feelings were I, hurt. I felt, I, I felt terrible. I was like, I had forgotten about it, and I was in the middle of pouring some concrete for a friend. And once it was going, you can't really stop, so I was kind of stuck. Even in your private time, you're doing man shit. <laughs> That's man shit right Pouring there. concrete is a good excuse. Yeah, dude. That's I, a good excuse. I wish I could. I, that's something that I'll never say in my life, that I'm pouring concrete. I'm just, I'm not a handy dude at all. <laughs> well, now, was this for money, or was this someone's driveway you were helping with? No, it's just a, just a buddy of mine. He helped me out with building a deck. So I, I helped him out doing some concrete on his driveway. Now, are you handy? I'm not a handy person. Matt just said he's not. I, I, I have, Matt's a, a fighter, but I, I have no ability to be handy at all. Could you just build shit? Yeah, yeah. I nice. can figure it out. Oh, see, that's the type of confidence. How about with engines? Are you good with engines and things like that? I'm not. I'm not that good with cars. But uh, <laughs> what did you want to do before you fought? Was there any, what, did you, what was your dream before you became a fighter? Uh, I didn't really have one. I, I kind of started this right after I dropped out of high school, so I didn't really know what I was going to do. This was just what I ended up doing. I, I, I was a concrete finisher until probably my second or third UFC fight back, once I made it back to the UFC. But So the first two or three fights, I was a full-time concrete finisher and, oh. and fighting. So you dropped out of high school. I did, too. What year did you drop out? Uh, halfway through my senior year. Dude, same, the exact same thing with me. I went to rehab. I got forced into rehab when I was, uh, I, was, I was 17. It was January of 1986. So what made you drop out? Were you fighting or drinking or you, what happened? Uh, all of it. I was fighting and <laughs> drinking and partying. And, and I was kind of only really in school because I wanted to wrestle in college. And I kind of was a, uh, a fucking idiot and got myself kicked off the wrestling team. So in my, in my mind at that time, there was really no reason to still be in school. Yeah. Um, did you regret it afterwards for a little while? I, I never really regretted. I was three years later. I got a GED, but I never re had regret for not graduating. No, no, I didn't. I've, I've never regretted. I got my GED, uh, honestly, about this, about two or three years afterwards. So about the same. And I, I don't think that I ever would have found, you know, I don't think I would have found fighting had, had I moved on and, and wrestled and, and finished out that year and then wrestled in college. I don't think that 
I don't think I would have ever been where I'm at now. You know, I'm one of those people that it's cool to go back and look at things and think about how it would be a little bit different. But, you know, I think if one of those things would have changed even a little bit, we, you know, I might not be where I am now. And what about a student? Were you much of a student or no? Uh, not really. I, it wasn't that I, you know, I've always been, I've always been pretty smart and never had too much of a, too much of a struggle in school. It was more the structure of school that didn't really fit my personality. Like I, I've just never felt like I belonged there. You know, I know that sounds kind of weird, but I, I just didn't fit in in the, right. in the school structure. No, I totally, I, I, I totally get it, man. I actually, when I graduated, but they put me on home tutoring. So they put, they gave me like a tutor to come over and they just said, look, uh, hey, Mr. Sarah, just stay at home and we'll see you at graduation. <laughs> and with those tutors, they, they, they don't want to be a bad tutor. So even when you're taking tests, they kind of like, they help you out a little. They're putting their finger on the, right. the C and yeah. shit. They don't want to, because they're getting paid to be a tutor. So if I fail, yes. they're going to be shitty. By the way, you know how much of a fuck up you have to be for the school to go, we'll send people to you. <laughs> Just <laughs> stay home and sleep in. <laughs> worth when I was, uh, yeah. When I was a sophomore, I, I, I wasn't, I, you know, I was, skipping school all the time and, and and i just didn't you know i didn't i just didn't like it so they put me in an alternative school and and i really did i didn't have any problems in the alternative school it was kind of built around my mindset you know it was like a, a room full of other fuck-ups you know and and the days were short and you didn't have to be you didn't have to be there the whole day you didn't have to go into like 10 so uh-huh. it really fit my personality a little bit better i just went in and knocked out everything i had to do and i could leave when i was done you know i think that that fits my personality better well speaking of knocking shit out i don't know i'm trying to be a good segue guy it's <laughs> excellent horrible. that was no it, was fine. it wasn't bad right? no this uh, no, maybe you one. can give us your view dr Lecter. that was like that <laughs> fucking jody foster one <laughs> so forced no but hey listen man i know the the rashad evans fight was extremely um satisfying how satisfying, how thrilled, because I expected a battle, to be honest with you, with you and Shogun Rua. And I was like, all right, now maybe we're going to see some of uh, Anthony's uh, jiu-jitsu, his ground game. I'm, I'm interested to see this. They're both well-rounded. What's going to happen? And uh, I'm not complaining, but shit, man, you made short work of a legend. How? Tell me yes. about immediately after the fight gets stopped, what's going on? What's going on through your head? You know, I was kind of shocked. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I was, I was shocked. You know, and, and I don't mean this. I don't want to be disrespectful to Shogun because I can, I, I respect that guy so much, and he's been so respectful to me since then. You know, he hasn't given any excuses. He's just said that I was just better, and and, and I really respect that. But I, I was, I was surprised at how how everything went exactly how it was supposed to. You know how it is, Matt. You get into a fight, and you, and you think. You think you know how something's going to go, yeah. and then it goes in there, and then nothing is the same. Nothing's how you expected it. The speed is different. The, they don't do what you expect them to do or whatever. And everything went exactly as I had planned it out in my head. Everything that I tried worked. Everything that we had – almost every single thing that we talked about doing for Shogun, I was able to do in such a short amount of time, and it all worked. So I was, I was almost shocked that it was – I don't want to say that it was so easy, yeah. but I was just shocked that it went so smooth. You know, Anthony, too, I, I have to ask you, um, you're fighting uh, Volkan Uzdemir on uh, October 27th. Now, Jimmy Manawa is scheduled to fight Glover Teixeira. I think Glover's hurt and uh, has to drop out. So Manawa has no fight. And then what do you tweet something about, let me know the flight information, like you're ready to jump on that card in September? Yeah, if they need me to, I'll fight them both. That's a terrible it, idea. It matter. You can't do that because you're going yeah. to fight the number two guy. Don't fight a lower-ranked guy when you don't have to. 
Well, that's, that's, my brain doesn't work like that. <laughs> I, I don't. The, num, the numbers, the numbers don't matter. If that's true, they need me to step in and and and, and go fight. I'll I'll, I'll do it. I, I I'm not doing anything else. Look at I'm just hanging out. He's pouring concrete. He wants to go smack. And he does have confidence, but look at Frankie Edgar, Brian Ortega. Like that really derailed Frankie for a little while. Once in a while, that fight you don't expect. It did. It did. So you're. Well, and and I don't. I don't assume that the UFC is going to pull me from the Vulcan fight to go to to Brazil. But but I I guess my point is 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 I will if that's what they need. And that and that's. I don't have any problem doing that. Obviously, I I have a fight coming up, so I'm not. I'm not. Blowing up the matchmaker's phone, sure. begging for it, but I wanted it, I wanted it to be clear and known that if that's what they need, I'm there. Yeah, you throw your name in a hat. No, is, that a, a, is that a saying? By the yes, way, it throw is. your name, throw your name. Of course it is. Okay, sometimes I I say sayings. I'm not positive that they. I sayings. do that too. <laughs> I do that too all the time. You know, make it up shit. Yeah, uh, but you're but you're ready to fight anybody they put in front of you. Absolutely, absolutely. It, and Anthony, this is a, a now Vulcan. He kicked a lot of ass, man. Like with Jimmy uh, Manoa and, and and several other guys, where he's a badass. But then he fought DC, and and just styles make fights. So the way DC fought him, and he, and he uh, utilized his grappling, and he smoked him. You know what I mean? So it's kind of one yeah. of those things where people have short memories. You are fighting a very very dangerous guy coming off a loss with one of the worst nicknames ever. I'm, I'm not <laughs> listen. I love Lionheart. That's something that I'm an old school guy. It reminds me of something that either it reminds me of both like Braveheart. It reminds me of some Van Damme movie. But no time is just. I don't want to be a dick, but fuck that shit. Not man. a great not, <laughs> Anthony. You got to win just because of that nickname. Yeah. That's, my, that's my nickname in bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, so you're fighting a guy, oh, that, yeah. because here's the thing, let's just say you beat Volkan Uzdemir, and I do think you can beat Volkan Uzdemir, Gustafsson is uh, hurt, and people hate the way I say his name is Gustafsson, but it's fun to say that way, DC is not fighting light heavyweight until he fights Brock, there's no way he's doing a light heavyweight, so or, let's just say you win this fight, do you think that there's some type of an interim belt fight set up between you and Gustafsson? Um... I would imagine so. You know, I, here's, here's the deal. I don't, I don't worry about everybody else too much. But if I go in there and I, and I do what I think that I'm going to do and I finish Vulcan and I do it devastatingly like I think I'm going to, I, 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 don't, I don't even, you know, I, DC, even when we ran into each other in L.A., he, he made it a point to mention that, you, you know, I'm like one of the only guys that hasn't called him out because I think it's a waste of time. I, I, I don't want to challenge DC to a fight. I don't want to challenge DC to anything. <laughs> other than doing the other than doing the right thing, and you know, the, uh, I've said this before, the game was good to DC, and and no one held up his journey. So when I go in there and I do what I do, I I don't really care who has the title. I don't care if it's vacant. I don't care if DC has it. He, I, I think it's his responsibility, sure, to sign on the line and give me my opportunity or get out of my way. But the, you're right. But there is a reality to guys being a little bit more vocal really does garner interest and, and the powers that be do kind of notice if there's an interest in somebody. Like, look, look at how fast Darren Till ha- has kind of jumped up over everybody. Very true. Very true. But I, I just, I, I don't want to waste my shot. When I take it, I want, to, I want it to mean something. Sure. And like you said, I don't think that DC is ever coming back. Agreed. So I don't, want to, I don't want to challenge him to a fight because I don't, it's a waste of time. I, would, I, I want to fight whoever has the title that's willing to, to want to fight for it. So I, I don't know if it'll be an interim title or if maybe that'll be the time that DC decides, all right, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm not going to hold up these guys any longer and, and I'm going to vacate the title and, and then whoever, you know, whoever me and whoever else can fight for it.
And Anthony, how much better do you feel at this at this weight class compared to uh, 185? Because I mean, you know, you, it's your action, your your fights are speaking for itself, but themselves. But uh, I, I fucked that up. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> themselves. But no, you listen. You're looking phenomenal at 205. How much better do you feel than uh, 185? I'm I'm, fe- I'm feeling I'm feeling great. I'm. I, I I can't stress it enough how how I just wish some I wish other guys that are struggling would give it a shot. You yeah, know, right? you bring up Darren Till. I think Darren Till would be phenomenal at 185 because not only is he as dangerous, he'd be just as dangerous, but he would feel better. You know, and it's not just the night of the fight; it's the ten or eight weeks that I have right. in camp leading up to that, where I'm not draining myself and I'm not miserable, and I can just I can just focus an entire training camp on getting better and never worry about what this goddamn scale says. You know, it's, it's just I'm one sorry. thing that I just never have to worry about, and I and I, it's okay to go into like a skill building exercise where it's just me and Mark, and we're just walking through shit over and over and over again. I'm not able to do that when I fight at 185 because I need to be burning calories and losing weight. Right. So, and and I'm able to get enough rest because I'm not having. If I have one of those skill building practices, then we have to add another practice because I wasn't losing enough weight during that training session. So. I'm actually able to rest and recover a whole lot more, and, and I've noticed I'm not nearly as sore. I'm not obviously I'm not nearly as grumpy. I'm I'm more in tune with what's going on around me as far as practice and and training, and and, and even in the fight with Shogun, it was weird for me to to really focus on on what he was doing and really getting him to react and really kind of steering the direction of the fight instead of just going in there like I normally did at 185. And just putting my foot on the gas and going because I, I I was already drained I was exhausted I I just went in and and just acted like a buzzsaw I just tried to punch my way through a brick wall and hopefully they fell down at, at 205 I can really focus on on being a smarter fighter and and I think that those are the two things that I've really shown in the last two fights is, is I have the ability now to focus well you know it's funny you say that because a lot of guys when they when they move up in weight when you look at like Gaslam's a smaller middleweight but he's still yeah. doing really great it does hurt other guys but well, you're look, not even a small light heavyweight you got an, a two inch reach advantage over uh, <laughs> Uzdemir and you have a, a four inch leg reach advantage so it's not like you're not going in there as a small guy either I, you know, and, and that kind of stuff was what makes me feel so goddamn stupid. Like, well, I don't know why I was so worried about it for so long. It, it, I mean, it took, had I beat Tiago Santos in, in Brazil, we wouldn't, you know, it, like it goes back to that. If one thing was different, I wouldn't have made this, yeah. the move because there wouldn't, but that, that terrible feeling of loss and, and knowing that I'm better than that is what really forced me to go down or go back or to go up. And I, and I just didn't care about if they were bigger than me. And then I get here and I'm like, Jesus, man, I'm, no one's bigger than I am, you know? Right. And it's funny. You're saying you want to put that, like, you want more fighters to to learn from that or look at uh, how you're doing. But, I mean, look at guys. Like you said, Kelvin Gasson. Look at Robert Whitaker. I mean, now he's the champion. I mean, these are all yeah. guys that went up. Yeah, Anthony right. Rumble Johnson. These are all guys that at one right. point were the biggest in that weight class or big for their weight class. They did, They had mixed success. They went up and they became, they became just... World beaters and Diego Sanchez has fought. He's fighting as a as, as a fucking uh, a bantamweight woman's fighter now. He's been in every single <laughs> weight class. I mean, what is that mean? guy has jumped up and down, and he and he's amazing in every division. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. I love Diego. It seems to me it, it would just be a lot more comfortable to not have to cut that kind of weight the night before a fight or the three days before a fight. There's no way that can make you better cutting that kind of weight just to be a little bit heavier when you, when you're standing there fighting with a guy. No, not at all. And, and I didn't even realize how much fun fight week could really be. 
<laughs> I, I, the, you know, these last two fights were the were the first was my first experiences with like actually enjoying the week of the fight. Like I, I there wasn't you know you, you know how you feel, Matt, when you're cutting weight and, and Shit, you just yeah. you know you don't want to go anywhere. Like it was cool to go out and check out check out Germany and and eat at the restaurants, you know, and and check out the culture. Like I wasn't able to do any of that stuff before. Have you noticed a lot of attention from the fans now that you've been on this uh, this really impressive run? Yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely on social media. I, I, that's that's definitely blown up, and you know, I get I get noticed and recognized a lot more these days. And and people, I just notice people care. You know, I, I don't know if I don't know if I'm getting recognized anymore or if people just approach me more. But uh, everyone's been everyone's been super cool. You know, I, I, I've been taking a lot more pictures than I did before. That's for sure. Well, look, man, good luck, Anthony. You're fighting uh, Volkan Uzdemir Saturday, October the 27th. And uh, it's a fight that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, again, he's a dangerous guy coming off that, that terrible, terrible loss to D.C. But my prediction is this. You're right. Cormier will never come back to light heavyweight. He's going to fight Brock. That title will be vacated. Sorry. And then uh, as you, uh, if, if the winner of this fight will be put up against somebody else in what will become the light heavyweight title fight. Uh, that's that's what I hope happens. I'm, I mean, I'm guessing <laughs> it's going like to be Gustafson. Sounds good to me. Well, if Gustafson's healthy, I'm guessing it's going to be Alexander Gustafson. Uh, if not, I can't I would, see I him maybe imagine, on TV. I would imagine it'd be. I, if I was going to make a prediction, I'd imagine uh, me versus Gustafson early 2019. Dude, yep, that's uh, a I'm very watching it fight for sure. Anthony, we love watching you fight, dude. We would love, and if ever in New York, please hang out with us in studio. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make sure I make a trip of it this camp. All right. Awesome, man. Awesome. We'll get, we'll get a slice afterwards. Good talking to you, man. Sounds take, good to me. Take <laughs> care, guys. All right, take Anthony. Care, take care, Anthony. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. 
Now, Luis J. Gomez, my pal, yes! our pal, has been here waiting Robin patiently. Robbing Ben Gay all over himself. That's get how in you in know here. Luis is really in what training. What the fuck? Dude, you're looking. First of all, get I in here. Let me give you, you put one. those on so you can hear the applause I'm going to give when you get on this, yeah. this show. This is high tech now. Hell yeah. Wait, who's in studio now? Luis J. Gomez. Let me just put this fucking thing on, man. Just so oh people get the, just so you get the proper feel. Dude, Holy looking, shit. Dude, hanging out with the Count is, is rubbing off on you because the last time I seen you, you didn't look sloppy. You probably get like a skinny fat, but yeah. you look in shape now. You can see the arms. Like when you move your arm, you can see the little ball of bicep. Or maybe yeah. it's because you're wearing a Superman shirt. Possibly. That's also true. That yeah, is- it does help. It's <laughs> a, a psychological message. Uh, no, yeah, I'm, uh, I always, you know this, Jim. I go up and down. I'm like Bob Kelly. Like I, I put on weight. I'm not, look. Yeah, I'm not that extreme too, as Bob just Kelly. Just one tenth his size. You know, yeah, he's um, a big boy. Yeah, but I, I put on weight. I, I grew up as a fat kid. So once you got those fat jeans, you yeah. don't really lose them. You, you I got know, fat jeans a lot in my closet. I gotta, yeah, <laughs> I get I, I, I fucking fluctuate too. Man. Yeah, yeah. I but do. now I, I got this. Uh, we're doing this fight for Ellis Mania. This uh, for charity, which I say it's for charity. Oh, it's for Ellis Mania. I didn't realize it. Okay. Yeah, I try to sound like a good person, like I'm doing it for charity. I have no fucking what, clue what charity what, is. What kind of fight is it? It's an, an MMA fight. Oh, it's an MMA fight. I'm doing an yes. MMA fight against another comedian, LA comedian named Ryan O'Neill. And, Are you guys uh, cool? Or? I don't really know him well. We, oh, we, really? We've hung out a couple times at this point. We we brought him out to Skankfest. We did a big uh, press conference for it. It got Skank stupid. Fest. Yeah, it's a, a comedy festival that I that I ran. Jim was at it was, um, yeah, really fun. But I don't really know the guy. We're kind of doing it for the same reason. We're just gonna see what it's like to go through a three month training camp, learn how to actually throw a punch, learn how to, you know, learn a little jujitsu. You know, it's also. Dude, look, I do a, an MMA show where I talk shit about this stuff regularly. Yeah. And now I realize exactly how ignorant I've been. Believe you me. Yeah, with, with Bisping. With Michael Bisping. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing that you're actually going through the training, though. I guess it gives you a healthier respect for what those guys have to, to it's do. It's crazy, dude. Even like, you know, look, I'm 36 years old. It's the first time. I've never really played sports. Never played football. Never did anything. I was a drummer in high school with long hair and a Marilyn Manson t-shirt. And I Were you a drummer? Yeah, yeah, a rock I band. A, I was in a rock band, Salty Black Flower. Um, Jimmy salty, likes you more now because he's Salty likes Black Flower. Yeah. Drummers are kind of crazy anyway because you have such a short shelf life if, if you don't do it right because the fucking fucks up your, your elbows and yeah. your tendonitis. Yeah, so I was never an athlete. So jumping into this at 36 years old, and I'm, I'm really training. I, I'm at the, the, but, the grappling club NYC in Brooklyn, which is an awesome school in Brooklyn. I'm doing okay. jiu-jitsu a few days a week, boxing Where, where are you doing jiu-jitsu? I'm doing jiu-jitsu out of the grappling club. Oh, okay. And then I'm working with uh, Diego Sanchez, who's a, who's a comedian, but also a Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt, MMA coach. Wait, wait, who? Amateur. Not the Diego Sanchez. No, I'm sorry, Diego Lopez. Okay. Wow. What the fuck? Because he's fighting uh, coming up soon. I love like, Diego Sanchez. You guys might have heard of him. Uh, yeah, that's nightmare. what I thought you meant. Like, he's doing stand-up? <laughs> yeah. What's his nickname now? <laughs> Is it he, The Dream now? Uh, I think it? he might have gone back to The Nightmare, to be honest. Nightmare, nah, Dream, it's all good with Diego Sanchez. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. You remember his fight versus Carol Parisian? Yeah. Oh, that was such a fucking great fight, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy, yeah. great fight. If you have to watch something you, in, in fucking UFC, what? UFC Fight Pass. <laughs> I love Fight Pass. Uh, all the old Diego Sanchez yeah, the Diego fights Diego Sanchez great. versus Carol Parisian was a phenomenal fight. Yeah, super but, um, So go ahead. So you're training now. You're sparring and whatnot? Everything, dude. Did yeah. you have a fight as a kid? Like, you have some scraps? Yeah, got into some street fights, but not really, dude. Yeah. Like, you know... Like, I don't think I really even know how to stand properly until yeah. I was. This is you know, crazy. And what about the guy you're fighting? Is he? He's what's a, his? He's a Taekwondo black belt. Now, uh-huh. it's gonna sound like people think I'm crazy for doing this, but oh, there's right. also some of the challenge of going like, all right, dude, 
Can I train for three months get and a, beat get a Taekwondo Get a picture of the guy up for us, please, on here. Yeah, yeah Ryan O'Neal. I want to see what Ryan O'Neal looks like. I'm, this is exciting. The Ellis Mania so got some wacky shit. Right? Jason gets people to fight. I it's like Jason. I've done his show before. Google, not, Google not, not that Ryan O'Neal. I'm fighting that Ryan O'Neal. Who's that guy? Who's that guy from Home Alone? <laughs> no, he's married to Farrah Fawcett. Was he? Yeah. Oh, right? Or no? Yeah, he was. And Tatum O'Neal's his kid. Who's Danish O'Neal? Danish O'Neill's his podcast. Oh, uh, this Danish is the guy? The guy, yeah, that Which guy, guy on the right. That guy in the right? Yeah. You better fucking he, beat this guy. No, nah, but you, you can't he tell. Looks, he doesn't look like much. But hey, I'll show you a picture of Jason Rao from my school. He looks like a kind of like a twerp. He'll yeah, take dude. everybody's leg off. Like, uh, uh, he's not a twerp. He, does, he looks slender, my guy. He's slight of frame. Yes, but he's, he's my most dangerous guy. There's, but go ahead. There's a lot of guys. like That's like, you know... You can't mess with people anymore. You don't know. You never know. You never know. You got to look for their shitty ears. Listen to me. Hold on. Put that picture back up. Lewis, I know. <laughs> I'm only fucking Lewis, you come in rubbing Ben Gay all no, over your fucking No, it's CBD. Thank you, Infinite CBD, one of my and sponsors. What, and what is that, that? Is that vape pen? Is that, is that, is that for just... That's actually more, my, my official title sponsor for the fight, Smoke Tony. I'm also a businessman. I don't fuck yeah, around. Yeah, Lewis is not... I, I, said, yeah. no, I said to Lewis, I What'd said, why say? did you train with Matt a little bit? Because Matt's such a great jiu-jitsu guy, but he already had somebody. If, no, but if you want to... Listen to me. I'm not being... I'm not being listen, these, this is the thing when guys have a fight coming up. Yeah. Everybody wants to be that guy to be like, let me show you something, and then you'll yeah. use it in a fight. I'm not that guy yeah. at all. If there's anything you want to pick my brain about after the show, on the show, whatever you want to do, I got I you will, back. actually, because I have, you want, I have a couple little lingering injuries that yeah, we can I... We go over some stuff, man. Yeah. I rolled this morning for an hour. Wow. I fucking love jujitsu, Lewis. I Since I got done fighting, I haven't sparred one day. Teach Lewis how to do a Kimura. I'm fucking sure I will. I, I, I know how to do sure a Kimura. He, he can do, do it on Kimura. me. He can show Dougie, me. Dougie, I'm telling you, I've been, I've been really into it. And the other thing is, when you're a fan of... UFC the, to the way that I was I used to be fucking obsessed with the sport like now it's yeah. just too much going on there's a fight every weekend you can't be obsessed if you're obsessed with UFC now you're kind of a psychopath like there's how do you have <laughs> there's time too to many use? fights too much but back in the day when it was one fight a month yeah. when the ultimate fighter first started around that time it was like anything that came out I would rent every yeah. video I'd go to uh, Tower Records and we bought all the old Pride DVDs we sure. buy uh, you know Cage Fighting Fury uh, Fighting Championship are you a sports fan though do you no, watch sports in nothing, general nothing me neither Dude, nothing. I mean, Fuck sports. That's so weird. What a weird shit. What a weird thing. Are. When so, I watch men cheering for other men to cross, bring a ball but, over a line, it's the gayest shit I've ever you, seen. That's what I do in gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you look, when I see stadiums of like anything, anything with a ball, I'm like, I just don't get it, man. I just thought it just doesn't. Like I remember growing up feeling different, feeling weird about it because my father wasn't into it either. Yeah, and I remember being like. What's wrong with me that everybody loves this and I just don't give a fuck about yeah. the Super Bowl, the World Series? I just don't care. Yeah, you're Even right, as dude. a kid, I didn't care. I felt I felt different. I felt like an outcast. Do you know how to get out of a Kimura? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm asking. Not a Matt Sarah Kimura. No, yeah. but I mean in general. I mean, yeah, you technically, do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the reality Show is... me, because I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that thing's behind the back. Yeah, I think you're fucked. But, you know, what, but, what uh, I've learned, you know, it's... <laughs> You know, you have to get in there and do it. You can take as many classes as you want, but if you're not actually yeah, sparring yeah, and rolling yeah. and, and getting in situations and, and doing it with people that are better than you, it's almost like comedy, dude. Like, you have to go and work with comedians that are better than you. When you're on the lineup at the cellar and you know that Attell is on the lineup or the other night Chris Rock went on or, or you see Colin on or these great comedians, you're like, you better be 
you, you, it forces you to get better because you're going to look horrible in comparison. Yeah, and you have to do it. So that's kind of, you know, the most I've learned has actually just been going in there and, and sparring hard and rolling hard with guys that really know what they're doing. And that's why I keep on injuring myself. Right. And that's the thing at 36 years old. You, get hurt you can't go from doing nothing. I mean, look, I'll, I'll go to the gym and throw some yeah. weights around here and there. But from doing nothing to do, you know, an hour and a half to two hours a day of training where your combat training, where somebody's trying to throw their limbs into your body, and I have bumps, now, bruises, every joint. Me, I want to ask you about the rules for this, because you're saying it's MMA. Yeah. Now, is it amateur MMA? Are you wearing any kind of protective gear? Naked. <laughs> it is, hey, rules. wait, hold on. Yeah, hold yeah, yeah. North, wait south. a second. <laughs> I, you might not be joking. This Ellis Mania thing gets wacky. They got, fucking, they got wacky. midgets coming out. They got some weird shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, three three-minute rounds, one-minute break in between. No elbows or knees to the head. What about on the floor as far as striking? Uh, you, yeah, ground and pound. Just uh, no not elbows. elbows. No elbows. All right, but you can punch. You can punch. Oh, no yeah. elbows to the head. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. And, or no uh, elbows at all. No elbows to uh, the head. Okay, that's fair. Oh, but you could punch to the face on the floor. Punch to the face. We're wearing headgear. We're wearing these. Um, Why the fuck are you wearing headgear? I, I hate it. That's worse. I Ugh. hate it. First of all, you, you feel like you're drowning when, <laughs> you, when you're uh, when you're doing jujitsu and you're wearing headgear on the ground. You feel like yeah. It seems like what, are they making you? When yeah, the, I tried. To, I tried what, to what be slick. What kind of headgear though? Like boxing Olympic headgear. How you and you're doing it's it for legal, it's for insurance. But what kind of purposes. gloves are you wearing? We're wearing, I guess it's the same gloves they used on the first couple seasons of The Ultimate Fighter, those big padded sparring MMA gloves. All right, so it's a little bit more than the four ounce, maybe like a six ounce or a six. I think they're they weigh nine ounces and they disperse right. the same way that 16 ounce boxing gloves. Plus, disperse, also, dude, that's... you're also again, you guys are not professional fighters, so oh. for insurance reasons, they're probably like these guys wear headgear, we're not going to insure them. But I, haven't they done studies on this? Doesn't headgear actually not protect the fighter? It's just really for cuts, that's the thing that's going to protect you from, but the impact of being taking blows to the head over oh. and over again, I just don't know how much that is going to do. I, I think they've, nah, I they've talked about it. All I know is when I was sparring, I would never wear headgear because I, I it would, you know how my head sweats when I'm fucking, don't have nothing on my head. Yeah. Fuck it. Sweaty so head. I just feel, I, and I, and I, the headphones, they're yeah, sliding off. And sometimes I feel like I can't see. I just didn't like it. But when I was sparring, my, my whoever I'm sparring with had to wear it or else mm -hmm. I had to wear it. For that very reason. If you see right here, you see this over here, this scar? Yeah. This was 50 stitches with my Lytle fight. My second Lytle fight. Oh, I fight. remember. Yeah, yeah we, we clashed heads at the end of that first round, and I had a huge vagina on my head. For yeah. the next, I had to fight another 11 minutes with that shit. So you're getting fucking hit in an open cut. and this and Hurts. Like, God, I felt like a man. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jim, you I'm, got a train dog. I'm There's, excited. I'm telling know. you right now, being punched in the face, it once you start doing it, I, I, I fought more in the past three months. I mean, I, like... Two or three hundred times the amount of time that I sure. fought in my life, right? Yeah. And before I started training, and this is it's just a thing as a dude, and I'm gonna continue training after this because being punched in the face was such a scarier thing three months ago. Right, of course. It's it's changed the perception of what being hit is. I, I feel like I'm walking around with a different type of confidence because, like, it's not even that I'm, I, yeah, but first of all, I am a way better fighter. I, I just, I, I know how to do everything a lot better. I'm in better shape, but just that side of it, just, not freaking out when somebody's throwing a punch at your head and and turning away and running in the opposite direction. You you have to ha experience that a bunch before that becomes a regular thing. Right. And I think that's half of it, in my opinion, and get into like a fight. Do you wear headgear when you're sparring? I, yeah, I do. Okay. Sometimes. I mean, sometimes I don't because in the beginning, in the beginning, it was making me like gas. Not even gas. It was like it was just claustrophobic. Oh, that's so it. after the first round, I'd pull it off and Are I'd you, freak out. But like oh. you want it like after I would do like fucking. When I was getting ready for fights, sometimes we do five rounds, two and a half minutes, a new guy. So it's like I do, I'd be sparring with two guys around. 
you know, if, if it's sure, my fight, guys you know are I mean? totally fresh. Yeah. yeah, I got Drago and I got my other guy coming in, and you know what I mean. So for two and a half, two and a half. So there, I'm getting fresh guys. So after fucking five rounds, you just want that thing. You, you just, I'm like, just get it off, get it off, get just get the fucking thing off, because you feel that's what you feel. Yeah, you, hot, you, feel, you know the word you said before that. Clusher, that I can't, clusher, that's clusher. the word that I can't pronounce. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like. <laughs> can it, I try to pronounce it? Cloth, say it again. Claustrophobic. I cannot pronounce. Yes, you can. It. No, I can't. Try it. I, we'll we'll cut it out. No, cut. You promise you guys will cut this out. Yes. Okay. What is it again? Claustrophobic. Could you do it slower for me? Claustrophobic. Lewis, don't lose respect for me. I won't. <laughs> All right. Claus. I'm good at Kamoras, but I'm not good at pronouncing <laughs> things. That sometimes is a problem. Which when you're doing a radio When you first learned how to do a Kamora, you broke it down step by step. Let's break Claus. it down for the little boy. Claus. Claus. Tra. Tra. Phobic. Phobic. Claustra. Claustra. Phobic. Claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Whoa. Whoa. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Lewis Say it for, now. for not judging me. Say it now. All right. I want to thank uh, Jimmy. I helped you. My old friend, Lewis, my new friend. Say it now. I can't do it, Jimmy. <laughs> claustrophobic. There you go. Thank you so much. I got a new word. I keep saying I'm going to At train. 44, I got a new word. I'm going to go down next week and start. I'm going to go to Henzo's next week. You really are. I'm 100% going to do it. You really should, Jim. It's, it's just because I'm tired all the time. Nobody, Everyone's sick of hearing it, but I'm going to do it tired. But don't no, forget tired. It's going to make you not tired. You're, it's going to wake that side of you up because you're tired all the time because you're not doing anything. I sleep at me. It kills me. I, I wake up I, I, after eight hours. Of I guarantee. I don't know this, but this is the truth. Like I will. I'd be willing to bet. I will tell you. Exercise will help your sleep apnea. Well, I do exercise. I exercise four times a week. I'm hoping you're right, but I'm going to do. What the it fuck tired. do you do four times a week? I go to the gym four days a week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I look at. <laughs> Dude, you look in shape. Oh, come on. Cut it out, Matt. But I don't agree with Lewis where you don't have to get punched in the fucking face. Lewis is a little, no, but he's he mean, seems a little wacky in no, a good way. No, but he way, means that you like don't it. get affected like mentally. No, but by I don't it. want Jimmy yeah. to get punched in no, the face. No, you should. I should get punched for, a little bit. A few times, yeah. I'll smack you around, Jimmy. I'd like that. Well, I do think <laughs> there's something about that, though, as, like, as a dude who, you know, you, we walk around, it's a, you know, it's all built into us. We walk around, like, afraid in a weird way in whatever capacity. And I don't think you've really experienced that, man. I, well, that, I, I, that so left sad. me at the eighth grade, Lewis. No, but listen to me. Seventh grade, I know what that feels like. I yeah. got fucked with, Lewis. I'm sure you did. I got fucked with as a little... You grew up on Long Island? I grew up on Long Island. Oh, yeah, dude. They're fucking they cocksuckers out there. Bags, they are If you Like, New Jersey, I grew yeah. up in Rockland County. It's the same shit. Yeah, New man. Jersey, Long Island, suburban... These kids have nothing better to do than fuck with each oh, other. Yeah. They're bored. Yeah. Being mean is sort of sport in the suburbs. Yeah. I don't think city kids are the same type of mean that suburban kids are. But you and you started doing jujitsu in the eighth grade. No, 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 no. Jujitsu, I didn't find until I was. It wasn't around until I was eighteen, seventeen. It came. You know what I mean? I did my first seminar at eighteen. So I just started. I kind of like uh, what do you call it? Um, I. I blossomed no i uh yeah. matured a lot between seventh and eighth grade so i've always been kind of a silly guy but like even as a kid but it's one thing if you're silly and like you can handle yourself and this and any other thing but you know people can mistake it as like being weak or, i don't know like, like, yeah, like you're like a goofball no yeah, i'm the same yeah. fucking like way same way like, and, I was, treat you like, and then i got a chip yeah. on my shoulder because i was always like a class clown and then eventually yeah. people start trying to chump you. And then I have a right. chip on my shoulder, and That's now I'm nobody's it. fucking friend. That's that it. I remember. We got a lot in common, me and Lewis. Like I was a class clown type until like probably the ninth grade, and then eventually people started, you know, 
even though I'm a bigger guy, like I've always been a bigger kid, people talk to you in a certain way because they think you're being funny at all times. And then I just kind of, that's when I started wearing the Marilyn Manson t-shirts. They started, they started misinterpreting that. See, they always thought I was a pussy and they were right. <laughs> Jimmy, that was Jimmy. a good move. We were all telling stories how we started this way, then we ended, Jimmy's like, yeah, you know, they had me pegged right. They no, had Jimmy. me fucking pegged right. No, and Jimmy's then I got older and really got pegged right. No, but eighth grade, I blasted, man. I, I trained, I was like, the first guy to fuck with me in, in the eighth grade, and I, I busted his nose, and then... uh it's weird. Like, you don't want to be like, yo, that'll get your respect. But, yo, you got to stand up for yourself. You have to. You know, I got my nine-year-old training on the on, with my, on jiu-jitsu now with me, you know. Uh, so if anybody gets fresh on a date, she's got the ability to oh, fucking push dude, the guy I mean, off. Imagine having this as, as a kid. I can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah. I had it at 18 years old. I didn't. And they don't, they're not going to have that, that feeling of the uncertainty when you get into a, a physical situation of something's about to go down. They're used to, they're used to controlling and escaping and... Uh, they used to have people grab onto them and then also people that positions. really know what they're doing exactly so then you're like oh so really, this joke. guy so they're not gonna here. have right. that nervous feeling of, yeah. a, of a physical confrontation so um or and it's gonna have them deal with that and that anxiety is not gonna be there i gotta something say that, fucking, as you're you talking know. about this i'm sure you guys talked about it ad nauseum and i'm sure every guest that comes on i'm a rosa I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a what? I'm a Marosa. Um, no, but the video of you in the restaurant with that oh, dude. Yeah, I'm sure you talk, but uh, oh, dude, good for jujitsu, dude. I mean, that was, that's what I'm talking about. Though. It was awesome. Like, it was also. Awesome. I mean, what a great advertisement for you yeah. to be restraining yourself. Yeah. But like, my kids were there. Did you have uh, a kid? You're, you're I have a five year old. Yeah, yeah, of I course. I have a five year old too. And that, you have a little boy. Little boy, yeah. yeah. Huge fear of mine to you know be dealing with something and some dude. You know, and that was great for you to show. I mean, yeah. look, you're also you, you know a martial artist on another level, so you can show that type of restraint, control that guy. Um, but you know, it's great for you. It's great for the sport to to kind of just say, hey, look, you can actually de-escalate a situation by being physical and dominating a dude, and you know, really well, embarrassing him. Now, this guy was up there. Yeah, the guy was a, a mess. You know, hammered, and, uh, right? What's that? Hammered. Oh, oh, hammered, hammered. Him and his wife. When it happened, his wife was literally just passed out in the in the, in the booth behind us. He he went to attack my waiter and whatnot, and I got up and he dressed it to me. Now look, for if I didn't know jujitsu, and I'm just a tough guy, and I have to neutralize that situation, situation, and I how am I going to do it? I have, I have to hit him, and if I hit him, I hurt him, and then now my I'm there with my wife, my kids. Now, now, like I could, they're gonna get traumatized. I hit him; his head hits the floor. He's dead, or you know what I mean? Like these things happen. Yep. So it's, but so if it just know, happened. By the way, sorry to interrupt you. That coach, no. it happened, yeah. and there was some some argument. Some guy was drunk, yeah. and this and this coach, this local uh, college coach, just belted him because the guy was, I guess, being drunk. Yeah. And the guy hit his head. Now they're charging him with manslaughter. That's how that I mean, it, this it does happen. It happens all the fucking really? time. So it's like, but having jujitsu, and I know. It's not just because you're wearing a Superman shirt. It is like having a fucking superpower. Yeah. It was, I knew I was going to be able to neutralize that fucking situation. And I had my wife and my kids there. But he was my bigger than you. And his kid. Were you nervous because he was bigger? Jimmy, he's fucking, he always does. <laughs> but it's like, but to me and anybody I train with, it's 100% not a big deal. Because mm. we used to, I'm sure if you took the Michael uh, Bisping, he's going to be like, ah, it's not a big deal. Like it's because. If yeah, Michael Bisping would have gotten a couple shots. In. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he might actually. If he had a couple of drinks, he might handle it differently. Yeah, but, uh, he would have been his shoe. Mike would have been the guy threatening the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's my fucking <laughs> beer. Give me another <laughs> drink, mate. You wanker. But it's just. It's like you're used to just like we were just talking about. You're used to. I'm used to controlling people on a regular. This morning for an hour, I was just mounted on my black belts. They've had a hard time getting out. So it's like it's a fucking joke. But to the untrained eye or somebody who's not used to that, it's like. 
look, that guy's trying his hardest. He's threatening the other guy's laughing. He's like, so it's like to them, it's like, it's like when I first seen jujitsu at 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we first saw Hoist Gracie, we were like, what is he doing? It's a, how what is he the doing fuck that is so that? Effortlessly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. Did you, were your kids freaking out? No, at one point, Lewis. Because I, I, I would imagine my son would start to get upset. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's a. You, you know, know. My, my oldest gets. Not, I don't want to say she gets. It could be dramatic for anybody. Yeah. But Ange, my, my oldest was, was crying and stuff when it was broken up. But my, my middle one, Maria, she's so cute. You know, she's such a daddy's girl. When I was mounted on a guy, uh, at, you know, and, and if, when I could see exactly when it, I could show you exactly when it happened, but. You know, I'm telling them to calm down and this and that. I told my sister to film it, by the way, because mm -hmm. that's who filmed it. Because you saw when it got broken up, the first yeah, thing course. he said, then, yeah, he press charges. Me, and yeah, yeah. So I sold it to film it, you know. I thought you were just trying to make TMZ. And, and when I got, <laughs> oh, dude, it ended up on TMZ. I know. But, uh, Maria, film but, this shit. I'm getting famous. <laughs> I, go, I go, film this. And first of all, when I did take him down, though, he was that drunk and he was so. It was so tense in that place. When I took him down, I got a bigger applause than when I got the title, dude. That place, <laughs> it went from, you know, something's quiet in a situation like that when a yeah. guy's threatening things and throwing yeah. things and you know something's going to happen. And then when I took him down like a baby and isn't that, uh, everybody just applauded. It's just How that. did you take him down? Did he throw a punch at you? No, he, well, he took the shirt off. He took and, the shirt off. And as his shirt was coming off over his head and his arms coming back. You know, he, nothing. He put himself under the hockey position for nothing. you. Well, he squared off with me because he was threatening my waiter. So when I got up to protect the waiter, because the waiter was going to get smacked. You did not take away like, Med Sarah's bread yeah. rolls. <laughs> oh, no, dude, that guy goes, yeah, no, that would have fucking been a fly and all lock. But uh, so then he directed everything towards me. Yeah, I told the story before. You know, then, so then when I, uh, when I got him around, the, so he went to take the shirt off when he asked if he want, if I wanted to fight you, I'll fuck you up, whatever he said. He takes the shirt off, brings his arm back. I fucking just jumped right in, what right around do? the waist. I grabbed him right around the waist, and I, I bent him right backwards. And I you, and you bent him backwards and put him on the yeah, ground. Yeah, right back. Gently. But my wife's funny because she goes, "When you, when you, when you got a hold of him, I thought you were gonna slam him, but you put him down like a." So, well, you got to. It's the same so thing. So gently. The, <laughs> the most I've been hurt training so yeah. far has been uh, yeah. grappling. It's not oh, been yeah. the striking at all. But you can get you can get more and more relaxed with that. That's when but you're really tense to, in the beginning. Dude, I dislocated my shoulder, yeah. dog. In I'll the training camp. Literally, su uh, subluxation. Shoulder came out and in like a month ago. What were you doing? Come on. I was trying to take a... <laughs> What's that? I was trying to take a wrestler down. And he's just a big son of a bitch who was like, yeah, I'm not going to let you take me Dude, down. we're going to go over some stuff. And he was fighting it. And yeah. I went to like, you know, pop up and take him like that. And the arm just went. Yeah. And I, I was like, fuck. Um, but I went to go see a great physical therapist. And you're like, okay? Feels, yeah, it feels great. Yeah. So no, what are you going to show Lewis after? Oh, dude, anything you want, but I, especially getting out of some positions. But I yeah. think also some, well, anything you want. But How do you, you get know. out of someone throwing a karate chop? Oh, but wait, hold on. Oh, wait, wait, really quick. But what I was saying before, when I was mounted on, uh, that guy. Because my, my, my kids were there, I locked eyes with my five year old because I saw her just looking <clears> at me. Like she wasn't crying. She right. was just looking at me, just Nervous. like frozen. Yeah. You know, she's so cute. And I and I remember going, It's okay. You hear my voice change, go, mm -hmm. it's okay. And then I went back to look at him. So it sounds like I'm talking to him. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going the whole time I'm telling uh, him to calm that's down. Funny. Yeah, I know at exactly one point that's I go funny. Yeah, at yeah, one yeah. point I go, It's okay. And I go, and it was when I'm talking to my Maria, like, you know. Matt is very gentle when he grapples. Yeah. It's okay, it's baby okay. doll. It's yeah. okay, I love you. That's the I one love you so much. It does sound cool because it sounds like I'm talking to him with that. But then I went back to talking to him and, hey, buddy, calm down. But it's also you did a great job at sort of de-escalating as well with yeah. your temperament because like, you see, like, 
I don't know. I think they train cops yeah. when they come in to fucking oh, we, scream, get on the fucking no, floor. We, they we yeah. think about they this. They jar you. They free, you know, you're, and you, you know, and I think people, I understand that side yeah. of it as well. You, you know, sure. if there's somebody that's a violent criminal. I think I'll try to kill you. Yeah, you want to make sure that he's scared shitless. And I think sometimes they go, why does the cop have to be so aggressive and, and yeah. be a dick? You're like, well, no, you don't know they're, what they're dealing yeah. with every day. But on the other side, I kind of watched you de-escalate it by not, because you could have been calling him names and, you know, yeah. really fucking with him and, yeah. you know, cursing at him or, yeah, he or was, uh, telling him he's full of turkey. Listen, especially, <laughs> when it's, especially when there's alcohol involved. You know, this guy I got pegged as a real low life because even afterwards he was making rude gestures with his mouth to my... My sister, my wife, and shit, and his kids. He's a piece of shit. This did guy. you want to go over? Did you want to? That's punch what him? I. That's what I'm like. Yo, I should be. I. I was a little too nice, but it's good. He didn't do that beforehand. You know yeah. what I mean? So nothing. This could have went way south. I mean, if they did something, you know, my kids were there. So I knew it's good to be able to neutralize the situation with nothing happening. Like it's really just nipping it in the bud. The guy's shirt's coming off. What's happening next? Is What's the guy gonna start going? With... Hey, man, I was just hot in here. No, the <laughs> motherfucker's gonna swing, Lewis. That's such a great so point. So it's like you know where it's going. Yeah. Nip it in the bud. Nobody got hurt. I might have got a few new students. No, I'm only kidding. Listen, <laughs> hey, no, it's great for jujitsu. If I, if anybody wanted to learn jujitsu after that because of that, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. All the other jujitsu artists out there, from Damian Maya to the Gracie brothers, the, the, the you know the, the kids, they're younger than me, but uh, you know hiring and all those guys, they were they were they were like putting it on their Instagrams and because it's nice to know that if you have jujitsu like that. You could take care of a situation without having to work somebody over, yeah. scarring your children. Do you think uh, Henzo would have been as gentle? Fucking, yes. Uh, it depends. Do you remember when Henzo Henzo's live fucking... tweeted him beating up dudes that were trying to mug him? Henzo's Do you so remember? Funny. Dude, yeah. it was late at night. It was like <laughs> one in the morning. He's like, there's guys following me. This is probably not a good hey, idea for them. How... Smiley face. <laughs> No, He's crazy. fucking psychotic. I love him. He, he will smack you. He, you know what I mean. I smacked him in the face. Like he How, loves it. Hey, you, did you see his fight? How great was his fight? Awesome. He's awesome. fifty-one years old. And man. I look at it in a different, different eyes. Like just I, I didn't even know. How technical yeah. and how amazing it was what he did. Like, you don't even know. It looks like he dragged him to the ground and choked him out. But then you start to understand. You have a real appreciation for everything. The technique, the grapevine on the leg. He brings him down. He has the bottom leg under, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, underneath first. You don't even realize these things until you start training. So that's why I say anybody who's a fan of the sport... You know, dude, get out there and do it. You know, give it a, get, at least give it a try. Lewis has convinced me because Lewis I know really well. And for three months, you're saying you feel so much better. I'm not going to train that intensely, but. I mean, night and day in terms of the way I look at the sport, in terms of the way that I feel. Um, you know, I am cycling off steroids, but. Um, are you? No. Oh, are you? But everyone, everyone. Hey, I'm on TRT. Are you on TRT? It's one of the reasons why. And this is going to sound... I was like, you're very vascular right no, now. I've been doing a lot yeah. of... And all I do is jiu-jitsu and push-ups and, yeah. and sit-ups and shit. Calisthenics. But all I do is jiu-jitsu. Like, this morning I did an hour... And with the gi. But with the gi, I use the same shit I would use without the gi. Yeah. I'm not a guy with the gi that starts undressing you and... Oh, look, you take this out, you put it under his leg, you get the... Can you choke grip. somebody in a gi? Fucking <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy's so funny. You start pulling but out I different colored handkerchiefs. I use it as a jacket, though. Yeah. Like, I get behind, I'll strangle and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, I am on TRT, and I... That's one of the reasons, even though I know I make some money, is I don't do any grappling matches because because you feel like you're. Well, I never competed on anything ever. Yeah. I fought, I fought, I fought the greats, win or lose. I never, I never used anything. Yeah. Now I am, and I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm retired. But it's also legal. You're forty four. You said forty four. It is legal. I know guys are doing it with grappling. Nothing Maybe wrong. it changed my whole fucking. <laughs> I would just feel like I'm cheating. What if my guy's not? I'm still trying to break his limbs. Yeah. Like I'm rolling with my guys. Who gives a fuck? 
Like we're just roll. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know. I would. Do you only I roll with the black belts? No, this morning was all black belts. No, not at all. But here's the my thing. buddy Tess is a brown belt. If I roll a... with him a lot. I roll my my paisan. I rolled uh, my buddy Sal. It's a purple belt. Okay, I, have a, I can roll with anybody. I can have a great time just with anybody. Sure, because you do like Hensel taught me that. It's one of the, my first real. Not one of my first, but a lesson that stands out over time. And I tell to my guys as they come up, I was a purple belt, right, in, in the city here, training with Enzo. And I was just, I would just just get guys, and I was just, just smash them, smash them, smash them. Just whatever belt they were. <laughs> fucking white belt to fucking whatever. I would just go hard, hard, try to get them as hard as I can, fast as I can. How many times can I tap them in fucking in five minutes? And Enzo goes, Matt, man, what, the, what are you doing? You know, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> I go, what? I go, what? I'm, I'm, is that what, what the, the game is? Make him say, uncle, I'm trying to tap him. He goes, man, what does a cat do with a mouse? Huh? Does it just go up and kill it? No, man, it plays with it. It smacks it around. You know, he's fucking. So he goes. You turn into a Mexican. Get, you get this. <laughs> yeah, I do it, I do, hey. I'm not good with accents. But listen. <laughs> hey, drink some cerveza. Ese. What does he do? It's not an Hands over Ese Academy, man. Listen, it's a terrible it's a, it's a, <laughs> Dude, you do it. Yeah. Do it. I can't do it. I can't do it either. Hey. How about I just do it normal, but pretend yeah. it's a brilliant. What the fuck? That's all I can do. <laughs> That's my Henzo. <laughs> well, no, listen, I love Henzo. But he would just tell me, listen, a cat would a be like a cat with a mouse. You play with it. So a white belt, I would take them. I would let them get my back. They'd almost get the choke. I'd grab low. I'd grab high. I'd hold that arm. Get it to the other side. Get my shoulders to the mat. Make sure he doesn't mount. Get on top. Get him an arm. He gets me in an arm bar. I'd do the proper escape. Like, you play. Yeah. And you still get a great And you're workout. also getting, I think, yes. a better understanding of the way the human body reacts. So huh. you're spending more time... You know, that that's the other thing. You start to really jujitsu more than anything else. It kind of I've done the only thing I can compare it to is uh, I've done hot yoga before, right? And in hot Bikram, Bikram yoga? Yeah, yeah Bikram I've, yoga. I've done that too. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And you know, this a lot you, of nice cracks in there. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy always goes in the back of the room. Yeah, like, yeah, like last creep, row. Last row in the corner. Yeah, and the fucking, I just dude, I just don't got an hour and a half. The Too fucking long. stretch into waterfalls. Hour. Well, and it's the same exact thing, but you start to go like, well, you know, if you know anything about exercise, like if you do the same thing over and over again, or isn't it eventually just going to not work anymore? Like, it, but then you, you know, what it is is they try to go deeper and deeper into these poses, and they become more connected with their body. It's like mind body connection. When they talk about that, jujitsu is the next thing that like I did where I was like, oh shit, dude, like I'm aware of where my fucking toes are right now while I'm doing this. Versus like I think when you're just you know striking or boxing, you're not like. I almost feel like with jujitsu, every muscle fiber, you kind of feel like tensing and you feel like, I don't know, I just feel much more in tune with, you know, where my body is spatial. I think that's like a sense. I forget what that, that the term is, but like where, you know, things are. And, I, you know, overall, I mean, it helps with like lifting weights. Now when I lift weights, I have better form. I'm just like psychologically more connected with it. It's, right. a, it's a really great thing. It's not that, your whole body just lunking something up. You can feel what where everything is. And yeah, it's yeah I'm supposed just to be. More, more connected with my body. I really want to take it. I want to. I'm going to do private lessons though, just for the time. It'll be easier for me. I don't have to run down and be on a schedule. I can yeah, just do it when I have the yeah, time. Yeah, you should. Jimmy, private lessons. It's yeah. so much fun, Jimmy. And you get a workout. Who can I go down there with? Henzo, of course. I got He's too big. I'll bring you down there today. I mean, there's so many guys. I know. I have a doctor from. appointment after this. I cannot go today. I have a two o'clock doctor. I'm getting flashbacks every time I ask you to go eat. You always have something going on. Yeah. I do. It's not like I'm looking for a friend, Lewis. Yeah. I love. I, no, me and Jimmy are really close. I haven't had a doctor. But 
I bet you, like, if the count was, if Michael Bissing was in town, you guys do. Wait, I want to hear about your podcast right yeah. now. But but you do it from from he's from on the West Coast. Yeah, he's out in L.A. We're uh, I'm in New York, and we, you know we so we do it via um, it's like a, a program. Um, you know, it's not Skype, but it's it's know, hard to do that way though, isn't it? Are you not with Sirius by the way anymore? No, no, no not Are anymore. You done? But you know, it was kind of hard to do it. it we, we first started doing the show on SiriusXM, you know, via ISDN line. So That's hard, man. We developed a relationship connecting without looking at each other, kind of learning the beats and how each other speak. That's so be hard, man. We spent a long no? time doing it on the radio that we did two years. So we did the podcast, and now we have video. I mean, I'm looking at a screen. He's looking at me on a screen. Oh. You sort of disconnect from... The fact that you're not even in the room. But is you know? the screen, Lewis? I've thought of doing that too for travel. There's been times for travel if I have to shoot something and I'm going to do my show at Sam in the morning. Like I'm not looking at you guys on purpose right now. Like, is there a, when you do it with video? Is there that half second off that a phone interview no, always use, has? We use VMix, which is like a really, really good program, and it's really on point. And you can't. You have a mic that you would. Tra- oh, you, you're not traveling, but uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he travels though. He does it from his hotel room. And what does it sound the same? Yeah, it sounds great. What do you use a mic or a headset? He uses uh, he uses a mic. Uh, I think he's just regular uh, buds. He plugs in. But yeah, we have we have a really good mic. I'll, I'll send you guys like the text. I would stuff love that to know. Use. Yeah, just because for travel, there's been certain radio days I've missed that I didn't want to miss. Yeah. And I'm like, if I have to shoot, I don't want to be gone for four days and not be able to, to do the show. Yeah, there's a program. Right. I mean, I, I don't know exactly how SiriusXM is set up, but I mean, we do ours online, and they use ISDN, so it's a little different. But I, you, technically, I'm sure you can. Can you do it with just happen. Wi-Fi or no? Yeah, but it's better with. Uh, Hotels don't have wait, ISDN, what? though. Oh, wait, no, not ISDN, but... Um, the, the Ethernet. Case. Ethernet. Oh. When, when, when... How do people listen to your podcast? Because you know when I, when, I, when I hear your clips is when I hear it on YouTube a lot, because there's always, like, they do the fucking sound Yeah, people bites. always well, steal the, uh, I, uh, Is that the wrong thing? This, I want to... No, I, I don't care. I like thing. it. But that's how I... Listen, that's... I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I'm on the... Listen, I don't want to get graphic, but, you know, I'm on the toilet in the morning. I go to my YouTube. boy. Or whatever. Beating off. I get, my, off. I, I get yeah. my... No, 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 no. I get my espresso, double shot... And a, and a can of seltzer. So trying to like clear as The seltzer, I don't Oh, a whole thing of seltzer. I love club soda. I do too. So, so I have that in the morning. And Delicious. I, just, I clear it out. I, I look on YouTube or check my phone, whatever, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I had to tell you that. I'm, I'd love to know he about your long habits. Gave, Lewis slipped me truth serum. I don't know what he gave me. But anyway. Why, oh, yeah. So then I see a th- a, a, they do like the sound bites of the fucking count. Of, of Michael Bisping says this, and then it's your, it's your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, people, I like the fact that people take it. Yeah. They, they promote it that way. I mean, there's certain, you you know, channels that are fan channels that have, you know, tens of thousands of, of viewers. So sure. when we put the same clips out, we get like 5,000 views, and then this other guy gets 100,000. So as long as he links back to our podcast, as long as they're listening, shit, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah, matter yeah. how, as long as they hear you. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, we, we do the podcast on my podcast network. It's called Gas Digital Network, but it's free on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, everywhere else. Um, and yeah, we love it, dude. Bisping's the fucking man, dude. Bisping I is, like Bisping a lot. Dude, he is he's a he's a real hustler. Like he's he's a guy who just wants to work. I've never seen somebody that is more addicted to work. Hey. And, yeah, well, you know, he's actually really great as an analyst too. I mean, he's just everybody likes Bisping, and I'm yeah. happy to see that he went right into it after his fighting. Well, yeah. listen, I don't know what stands out right in my my head right now, and I, I love it so much. Is when it was uh, I might have saw it in one of those karma videos, like you watch karma things. It's the second fight. And and uh, Bisping's about they're about to go in the middle against Henderson. What's that against Bisping and who? B- I'm sorry, Bisping versus um, uh, Luke Rockhold. Luke. I'm sorry, oh. I th- like you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. So he's about to fight Luke Rockhold right for the second time, and uh, they go to the middle and they they're, they're you know he's giving them the last minute instructions, and he says something. And then Luke goes, "We're not going to touch hands," 
Or, or, and he's like, I'll touch you in a minute. Well, I'll touch you in a minute, motherfucker. Yeah. Myself, like, oh, I fucking love it. Hey, do you know what I'm talking about? Exactly Cody right. wouldn't touch hands me, either. Please? Cody wouldn't do it no, against but what he said, When he just said to him, yeah, I'm going to touch you in a minute, motherfucker. Yeah. He had no fear to a guy that, that finished him, finished yeah. him pretty easily. And I was there for both fights live. Yeah. So not only did he have the balls to take the fight with a guy that finished him, finished him handedly. And, and it looked Go easily in the first fight. He took that fight on short notice. But a guy that beat him, and he took it confidently. He didn't take it like, oh, maybe I'll do better this time. Yeah. He, he took it with the same fuck you attitude. And he looked that 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 happened in that day. But you know, every every day is different. Every sparring match is different. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, Matt. What's up? Chris? Just go into just go into a, yeah, uh, yeah um, fight pass. Yeah, well, I, listen, I, I, we were doing I the radio it. show I, leading up. I to loved that. it so much. We leading up to the fight. We were doing you. the radio show. I'm not kidding, dude. I, Michael Bisping, he was fucking confident. He knew he was going to win that title. I mean, it, he couldn't have been any more, you know, behind the scenes. Like, he's spo you're supposed to say things. Like, look, GSP fight, dude, he had a rib injury. We're on our podcast. Literally, he got ice against his ribs. You could hear the bag crinkling. I'm pretending to eat potato chips so nobody knows he's got this horrible rib injury. It's a different thing. You know, with Luke Rockhold, he was like, I'm walking out the, the champion. He brought his family, brought his – like, he, it's a real deal thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That was a pretty incredible moment. That that was, you know. I like watching. It's a different level when you start to know thing. these guys. <laughs> Jimmy, me, Jimmy. Chris, well, listen to you, but Liz, it's funny. Look at look, it. It doesn't come up. Yeah, off. I know. Chris is literally looking up Fedor fights. What are you doing? <laughs> it's good. Well, I can't see with that thing struggle. in the corner. Can you make I know, that? Yeah, piece? I'm moving. Hold on. This is How's your producer? Well, oh, now you spoiled really it. Cool yeah, we got a really cool producer, Shannon. <laughs> I'm not shitting on Chris. I love Chris, the producer. <laughs> She's way hotter than Chris. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I can't hear it, Chris. Yeah, go to the I'm beginning. Gonna, I'm going to get to I it. Can't I can't hear it. Unmute it. Really. I love the, Can you I make it bigger? This Look how fucking handsome Rockhold is. is dude, I, he was wearing linen pants with no underwear. It's I was my fucking idol, this guy. I love Luke Rockhold. Stick out, like, in your head. Yeah, his dick in those pants. It's, oh, you I see, Jason, Jason Perillo's coming in next week, dude. Perillo's the man. Yeah, I like Perillo is the man. Some guys you, you get along with right away. I got along with him right away. I've never met him. I met him in Australia is the time we kind of really hung out. Here he goes. Watch this. Gentlemen, got on with the rules in the back. I want you to protect yourself at all times. Obey my commands at all times. I want you to fight clean, fight hard. You want to touch down? Go ahead. Good luck to both of you. I'll touch you in a second, motherfucker. I'll touch you in a second, motherfucker. I didn't go. I didn't know he was like, And look, by the way, look at Luke's face right there. Luke knew right there. Luke's not confident there. He, the way he looked no, down. No, he's not. He's not confident. Good call. Yeah, I take it. No, nah, I disagree. That motherfucker is always confident. Let it play. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to he listen. He still thinks he's going to take his shit on him and then Bisping fucking. This was so awesome. I, uh, I, that, listen to me. That makes, that, that gets your fans right there. Because that's real. Really that's confident. real. Yeah. And that was fun. I fucking, I want no touch, no touch. I'll touch you in a minute. Wait, oh, second are motherfucker. They, are they still talking about Luke moving up? Was he talking about it. moving up and wait? I love it. Or no? Uh, well, the last I heard is that. Potentially, he'd be fighting Weidman, but that's not set up yet. But that would be at 185. So. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I was wondering. Oh yeah. I don't oh, know okay. Why did I think he was moving up? There was talk about him. No, no. Up. He he was definitely talking about it after the uh, Romero loss. But yeah. So yeah. I've never been more excited than this moment watching MMA. I thought of you when the fight happened because I was crazy. talking about this thing. It was. We were watching it at SiriusXM, and it was like. I mean, I you know, it's like you win. It's so weird what a bizarre feeling it is when you know a guy. I was about, yes. to, I was about to ask you that. It's a different feeling, isn't Way it? Way different. It's different when you have a favorite fighter or you met a fighter. But well, any fight is great. A street fight is great. But yeah. then you start to go down the levels of vested interest, whether yeah. it's a friend or now you're a fan or you know somebody. They're yeah, on your you, training with you them. Know or, his, you met his family. Yeah, I've been in his house. I petted his dog. Yeah, Why is crazy. the video shitty? Is it? Yeah, it's choppy. 
<laughs> right? I'm, I'm just wondering if it's the TV yeah, or the actual right. uh, internet connection. Yeah, it's you know who's shitty? He's the fucking security guard. Yeah, can we get a new, can we get a new TV? Security guard downstairs is Rui Lewis. Is he Rui Lewis? No, I don't like when I come. Maybe I listen. Let's just give him a pass. Yeah, let's maybe, ask if Lewis saw maybe, him this morning. Did you see him? He didn't say anything. He just let me walk in. No questions. Yeah, there's a there's two of them, Matt. Oh, maybe so he's I don't not know who you ran into. Yeah, me neither. He didn't right. ask me any questions either. So you don't know. We, I don't yeah. want to blow him up in case it's the wrong guy. You know. Yeah, so, we need to fix the connection. It's probably just a wire nice issue. Yeah. Don't you hate when you say hello to somebody and then they don't say nothing back? They just yeah. like ignore you. It's like fucking. It's like you don't got to kiss my hand. I like, just how about say hello, a friendly salutation. But, you know, you know they say you never know what a guy's going through. Yeah. Fuck that. How about a smile? How through. about a smile, asshole? Be a person. Yeah, it's <laughs> also... Right, Louis? Is, is, that, is that hard? Just it's first impressions. Guy. You guys got a show. You have people coming in here. You want them to feel welcome. Well, I, I, he doesn't make me feel welcome. Yeah, yeah. Not a big fan this of that This was guy. fucking crazy. It was so nuts watching it this. It really was. Happen, yeah. No, this is great. No, yeah. This is great. I watched this live, man. Yeah. This is fun to watch live. I know. I just, now we're just Wait, watching Jimmy, the fight. Wait, you were there with me. Uh, yeah. I was not there. No, you weren't there with me, Jimmy. No, no, I watched this on TV. I remember thinking of Lewis because I love Bisping too. He's such a fun well, guy. I've seen a lot of fights, yeah. and I've talked to Rockhold a few times after, and I really like him more now because I've gotten to know him a little yeah. bit mildly, and he's he's a nice guy too. He's a good dude. I feel bad. He was on the show last time, and we, we didn't we weren't we weren't yeah he wasn't we weren't meshing well. I talked to him after that. He was like oh, Matt didn't like, but he wasn't mad. He's he like, just seems like he's not a, a super charismatic guy. Yeah, he's no, he's, not, he's you know it's like people expect a really handsome guy who dated Demi Lovato to be a dick. Like you just inspect that because he's such a good looking dude, he's like a model. People are like ah, oh, he looks like a, but he's actually not. He's a he's really like, good he's guy. a very laid back. He's but, a California. But, but also yeah. Demi Lovato, she's. But I mean, for celebrity. celebrity status, she's not that great. Oh, please! You kidding me? But, she's uh, all over she's the hot, news. But she's fucking, you know, she's not. She's Demi Lovato. You know, she's Demi Lovato. She's fine. Look, I feel I'm, like he could do way better. I feel like Luke Rockhold could get way better than Demi Lovato. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's cleaning up, and when he's in Vegas. But I, I just, uh, I, I like the guy a lot. And uh, no, listen, I like him too. When he, he, when, he was on, when he was on the show, though, if we were outside, uh, Lewis, in that and tent, you couldn't, you couldn't hear each other this close. So that was awkward. Yeah, they had, a, they had it like. Of some people were right here that were talking about themselves because they couldn't hear us. And then there was like a big open spot and then there was the fans behind it. Dude, it was a fucking shitty setup. Jimmy, did you grow up in New so, York? I grew up in Jersey. I moved to New York in 2002. So you're going to connect with this. I, here's why I don't like Luke Rockhold because I've never met Luke Rockhold a single time. But my friend Michael Bisping doesn't like this guy. Yes. And I just have a weird East Coast loyalty thing where it's like if you're if you're an enemy of my friend, you're my enemy. You, like, you know, you what are... I feel about it. Oh, shit. I yes. just don't like him. We just watched... Yeah. Oh my God. Left. He hammered him down with that too. Wow. Yeah. yeah he really. Look at him. No, that's good. That's the happiest anybody's ever been. Dog. He's so fucking happy right now. <laughs> you know what? Bisping's not though. A good winner. <laughs> no. Yeah. He goes. He goes. You know where you're at, no, buddy. No, you cool. know where you're at, buddy. Listen, listen. I like people who are themselves. He is and, himself. Uh, he's himself. You see him. His family's a family man too. His family's nice. I like Michael Bisping. I'm flying a lot. out to his place on Monday. We're going to train a few, get a few days in. Oh, good man! Um, you know, good. it's the last week, so I listen. Mean, the fight's on the 25th. You know so. what? I, know what I? I, 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 could, I could tell you this might be. You're probably going to be one and done unless you do more. Fucking maybe you'll be the regular at Jason uh, Ellis's Ellis Mania. Yeah, whatever right. It is. But you are going to get a, a little tingle in your nuts before you walk out, and that's the feeling. I always say that's the feeling of feeling alive. You're gonna yep. guys get addicted to that feeling. Yeah. At first, it's like a scared to death feeling. But it's a feeling that you that guys when you don't longer have it, you miss it, and you're yeah. like, oh man, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I have to, I'm currently talking. You have to talk certain fighters not to fight what they that shouldn't be fighting anymore. Yeah, because they, they get addicted to that feeling. So that you're feeling, gonna feel that. When is your fight, yeah. Lewis? 
August twenty fifth, next Saturday. Are tickets available oh, or shit, no? Man. Yeah, we got we got uh, ten days. Tickets are available, I believe. Uh, OfficialJasonEllis.com is a website. It's also on pay per view, ten bucks, fifteen bucks. You can watch it. Yeah. Um, as well. I'm I'm I will, I don't know. Here's the thing that I this is the other humbling part of all of it. It's like I'm sitting there I'm like I'm gonna fuck this guy up. I could beat him up. We start to talk to guys who know about fighting. You start to have real conversations. I have no idea how this guy fights. What it's about, it's about literally me being the best version of myself. And Lewis being the is best challenging himself. Hey, it's, it's amazing that you're doing it, dude. Do me a favor, though. Put in YouTube footage. As, see if we can find footage of this guy doing take one, though. He has actually one little do thing. It. If you do, do my, it. Find you, it. There's one little thing, but he's just fucking around, like a little bit of Muay Thai with his buddy, just, but not actual. It's uh, dead. I have to charge it again. <laughs> do me a favor. Can you charge this? Maybe his phone's dead. Yeah, yeah, just... Look at me, I'm not winking like the fucking raccoon from Guardian of the Galaxy. Look at me, Christopher Medusa. Christopher Medusa. Christopher Medusa, look at my right eye. Guys, Matt wants I'll to put my phone back in his mouth. Put charge his... it. <laughs> Could you please charge Wait, the gentleman's phone? Which one is phone? the lowest, do you see? You, you think the Long Island Railroad's down. fun? Second one down. Did you see my video of the guy talking to me on the Long Island Railroad? Do you know how annoying that fucking was? Guy, listen to me, nice guy, Jimmy, the other day on, on the fucking railroad. Jimmy, he got me when I was standing up. I walked away from him. I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta use the bathroom. The people got up at Jamaica. I found a seat, a two-seater, and there was a lot of seats at that point. He sat right next to me in a two-seater. Oh. Okay, where was I? And my kids and holy fuck, Jimmy. I wanted to pull the emergency. I wanted to I wanted to get out the window, Jimmy. It's very annoying. It's not nice, Jimmy. And I was trying to be nice. This is, is this the guy? Really. Yeah, he's just playing yeah, around. He's, he's just playing around though. But you can see like he's got form, like the way he throws. The skinny guy? Yeah, the tall guy. Okay. He's just fucking around. All right, look, he's doing some fucking from stuff, man. Fucking yeah, he's just joking around. So he's not even being a dick. They're having fun. It looks like old footage. He's got a jab. He's got, you know, like, look, he knows how to, you see what he, like, the way he puts right. his hip into the knees. He has long knees, too. Yeah, you can tell he knows how to throw Long legs, strikes. I mean. But the, look, you know. It's frail. I'm not, I, I like boxing. I like punching and kicking. I like, I like getting in there and doing it. Um, so how's, the goal, your grap, how's your grappling going? My grappling's really good, dude. I tap out blue belts all the time in my classes. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. I'm, I feel really good about it. I was actually making that point before because I'm such a fan of it. I think a lot of that base knowledge stuff you start to know because you've watched it so many times. So, you know, whatever it is, it's just like, you know, when they start to tell you about technique, you start to go, oh, cool, I've seen that technique and I know why they're doing it because right. I've watched it in a, like a different way. So I think I jumped in pretty well. I think I'm pretty good. I, I, I really like jujitsu a lot. I'm going really to go down next week. That's freaking exciting. No, I'm going to go. It's good. Gonna, even if I'm tired, I'm just going to go down. Even if I stink. I mean, I'm sure I'll stink at it, but I'm even if I, I'm going to go. I'm going to get my nails clipped, and I'm going to head down. That's the weirdest way to describe starting jiu-jitsu. Get your nails clipped. You have to. <laughs> I got to go to the doctors. So you, you guys want to keep talking, you can. You, well, no, we can, we can jump out, man. Listen, Lewis, what do you want to promote besides this fight? Let's promote the fight yeah, properly again. Yeah, it's August 25th, Ellis Mania, Las Vegas, Nevada, the joint at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Going to be fighting in front of 2,500 people for the first time. Special shout out to my sponsor, Smoked Honey. I believe I'm the first fighter ever being sponsored S by weed. Smoked Honey? Smoked Honey. The, what, what I'm smoking right here, not you guys, but what I'm smoking... Smoked honey. If you're in Southern California and you like smoking weed, get some smoked honey. They are allowing me to train like a champion, guys. I'm going into tra training every single day, getting high on smoked honey. It's a whole other level. Well, smoked honey, you know, listen, if you want me to sample some... <laughs> listen to me. Christopher, get in touch with Krista Producer. Yeah. I will get you guys you can... some smoked honey. There's no listen. debate about it. They would love if Matt Sarah sampled I, some of the products. You know, smoked honey. 
<laughs> I control the board, Smoke Honey. <laughs> I, I do. And then I got uh, some other podcasts as well. This, Le- this one's dead. I got to wait for that one to charge. Oh, uh, you get? I need, all right, I was going to use your phone again. Yeah, Legion of Skanks podcast, Real Ass podcast. They're all on my podcast network, which is GasDigitalNetwork.com. We just announced Andrew Dice Clay coming to our network. Oh, awesome! D Snyder's coming to our network. Um, really, really. Uh, Bisping uh, show, obviously, as well. And uh, where's your show? And what you, Jimmy Jossa from Hate Breed. We got a lot of great you shows. Do a, yeah, yeah, you do a live show? The, 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 is that the Legion? Of Legion of Skanks is live every Monday night, 9 p.m. out of the Creek and Cave. We got to get both you guys on Legion of Skanks. Oh, yeah, I haven't been on in a while. Awesome. I'll definitely go back on. That's why I brought it up. I got I, Cleveland. I brought it up to try to get on. I love it, baby. I got ah, Cleveland tomorrow and Saturday at the Abbey in Cleveland and Hilarities tomorrow and Saturday. First time at that club. So if you want to come see me, come see me. And uh, we'll see you I'm in a couple be, days. Oh, sorry, the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The fuck! I'm, I love you, Jimmy. I love you so much. I know you got to run. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be cornering Eddie Truck Gordon in uh, tomorrow. Uh, oh, Thursday good man. Night. He's fighting. Atlantic yeah. City tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's Atlantic City. I don't know what the fuck it is. The old Revel. I don't know what the fuck it is. But anyway, I'm gonna be cornering my my, uh, my buddy Eddie Truck Gordon, the UFC fucking uh, Ultimate Fighter. Winner. Oh, good, good. He's a good man. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Good. All right, everybody. Thanks so much, and Lewis. Thanks for hanging out, man. Oh yeah, dude. Love yeah, you anytime. Guys. Come great back, man. Show. Uh, you guys are the best. Listen to Michael Bisping. Uh, believe you me as well. We do that live every Monday at three thirty. You can listen to it live. Watch it live video. Um, and thanks. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, awesome. you guys. Thank You're you. The best. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.